welcome back to another episode of Ales with Aslan, your weekly therapy session for those who sell for a living and those who help those who sell for a living. And I found him. He's been on a boat. He's been doing some fishing. And, um, but he's back. He's back on mainland and we're ready to, uh, we're talking about how to differentiate how we sell in the Zoom world that we all live in. But first, Mr. Mark Lampson, what do you have sitting in front of you that is cold, frosty, and refreshing? I don't know if it's cold and frosty and refreshing, but I do have something in front of me, and that's a question. I actually listened to your introduction versus the typical write my notes and prepare what I'm going to say and not really pay attention. Okay. And, and you call this a weekly therapy session. I mean, I that's what this is, therapy? That's well, a whole different approach. We should be asking questions and lay people out on the couch and let them talk to us. We just flap our lips and do stupid stuff. You know, so I, it's I, fair. I would argue that I think you should give everyone their money back on the podcast <laughs> if they don't think it's a good therapy session. <laughs> well, so, yep, you all have it back. Just pretend that it's all back in your wallet. You've never said that. <laughs> or you can bring an extra beer because someone brought them on the boat and you had some extras and they're yes. going to sit there on the boat and go to waste. Brewed and bottled by the Caribbean Development Company Limited. Nice. In, uh, in some Champs Floors, Trinidad, Tobago, okay. uh, Carib, which I think I'm saying it right, Carib Lager. Uh, I like it. I mean, 5. I do 4, believe. 5.4 ABV pale lager. Let's see if uh, my college roommate and uh, Mr. Chuck Buckley remembers where we had Karib. I'm pretty sure he'll remember. Um, and I'm pretty sure it has something to do with spring break in 1988. There you go. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. Well, that sounds really good. Um, it, it tastes good, but I'm not going to act surprised because, uh, well, I mean. You had them 24 hours yesterday. ago. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. I am going in a slightly different direction. You've gone very summery, sort of very sunshine flavors. I've gone something that's headed us into fall. No. As we, uh, yeah, Ooh. I know. It's probably Ooh. too early, but I'm going with a flannel Friday from Harpoon. We have an American hops combined with subtle notes of caramel and roast, roast and roast in the seasonal amber ale. You so, think you mean like a big beef roast from the I, from That's the what I'm thinking, Just but that doesn't sound like a big hunk of roast. I, hey, what are you having this weekend? We're having a roast and some potatoes and carrots, honey. Great. I don't, Sounds good. Doesn't sound like a beer choice, but we're going to go with it. I don't know what else you'd pour on a roast, but maybe you pour a beer on there. It's alcohol by volume is 5.7. So I'm not, it's not going to knock me over. We're going to be okay with this. And let's try cracking that cold one. All right. Oh, uh, look at that color. Can I ask another question? <laughs> look at that. Can I ask another question? Please. I better ask it after you finish because it might make mm. you spit the foam out. I don't want to do that. Did you just start the tab of the can with a knife? Nope. Nope. Oh, okay. you missed saw that. Okay. I thought nope. that's what you did. It's a letter opener. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you sissy, you can't even open the beer with your fingers. That's terrible. <laughs> I don't want to break a nail. I mean, come on. We're salespeople and we have to shake hands. Oh, we don't shake hands anymore. That's right. Oh, well. When you virtually shake hands, you don't want, you know, your nails jagged. And you do that by opening beer cans. I mean, don't laugh at me. It's not funny. I'm laughing with you. Not I appreciate you. that. I appreciate that. <clears throat> well, you know, 
you and I and Tom and I and many on the show, we talk constantly about this idea of virtual selling. And we talk about ways to differentiate our delivery. We've been over ad nauseum about the sales process and the plumbing of the sales call. But one of the things that you and I have noticed in all of the delivery we've been doing, um, you know, both, both in the sales process and what we do, sales training, is how we di differentiate ourselves, you know, kind of in the Zoom world, right? In this virtual world. And so I think our topic today is really interesting because if you, if you are on a lot of Zoom calls and you're sort of tired of not being different, uh, this, is a, this is a podcast for you to listen to. There's really three main areas we want to cover. Um, we kind of want to go over a little bit of the technology table stakes. We're going to get a little bit into what are some of the capabilities in Zoom itself. But then what are the things that our clients are telling us make us so different? And so I think this is a great way for you to uh, maybe take your game up a level. I don't know if uh, Mark really, are you asleep? What are you doing? Oh, oh. oh sorry. <laughs> I lost them during the intro. I, well, I was on a board virtual podcast, so oh, I wasn't so paying sorry. attention. Well, let's take it up a notch and, and, and let's start with the most boring thing first and work our way up to excitement and sexy. Sounds good. All right. Sounds so, good. You know, I, I use the term table stakes. What, you know, there, there's a certain minimum quality of audio, video, and, and, and things that you need. But take our audience through, like, what you've found. I mean, you've delivered, gosh, for the last four months, you've been delivering a ton to major clients and small clients mm -hmm. alike. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, to use the, the again, we'll take, take two minutes and talk technical. Yeah. But this is the, the minimum. This is the technical piece that, that matters. Bandwidth, video quality, and audio quality. Those are the three things that are obviously the core of your virtual. And yeah, I'm a technical dork. Uh, if, if, if you don't have 15 megs download, which is from going from the cloud, from out in the universe to your computer, and 15 megs upload, which means from your computer up to the cloud, up to the internet, up to the other people. If you don't have 15 and 15 both ways, you're going to be sketchy and choppy yeah. and sound funny and look funny. Uh, and so you can go to speed test, just Google yeah. speed test. Don't go to speedtest.com. That's different. Just Google speed test. A little box will come up, a little blue button in the right. Click it. It'll tell you 15 and 15. If you don't have 15 and 15, you got a problem. If you got more than that, great. If you have, I'll say a brand, I have Verizon Fios. I have 500 and 500 all the time. And it's super smooth and super easy. So everyone has different minimums. Uh, there's Wait. a lot of things you can do. Make you're, sure all the people around you are not streaming video. Uh, you're getting 500 up and 500 down from Verizon. I uh, am. So Verizon my next call is to Verizon. Cause I'm, I'm like in a best world. The best day I've had is like 90 up and 80 down, something like that. So, so it's proximity of your, I mean, in a couple of things, not to, not to dig on bandwidth, but depending on where you are i mean yeah. i know we all like wireless but yeah. in 90 percent of home offices your computer is five feet from your router yeah. and a good old cat five cable plugged in that you have a thousand of them sitting around yeah. helps uh, making sure no one else in your house is on video for that really important sales call or that really important meeting is a is another help uh and then there's just some other things you can do if you're a real geek you can go into the, your your router look for something called QoS, that's quality of service. And that means you can say, 
hey, my computer and Zoom is the highest thing that gets going versus everything else. So a bunch of stuff, but. You can steal bandwidth from the rest of your family. Is you what can, you said. which I do. Mm-hmm. And I'm first. And uh, th- so, so be very self-centered. Be very, <laughs> the key to bandwidth is very non-other centered. Yes, right. I go first. When it comes to bandwidth, be self-centered. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I'm taking away from this, this podcast. Uh, so that's enough on that. That's as technical that's as we'll bandwidth. get. All right. Hopefully no one hung up on that, but it is important. And okay. people are always wondering why. That's why. Because it's your bandwidth. People don't hang up on video. podcasts, but, but whatever you want to well, say. Yeah. To his video, what you look like. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see all these fuzzy rings you see lighting is all messed up you see people moving like they're a little bit of a robot i'm just going to give you two numbers i'm going to give you two numbers that to write it down if you don't have a hot the the, the, the minimum of a high def camera that's 720p is what you're looking for 720p yep. 1080p they go up from there that's one and two is 30 frames per second it'll be it'll be it'll say fps that's how fast that camera refreshes if it's anything less than 30 or less than 720 it won't look professional and high quality it won't match the brand that you're trying to emulate to charge what you're charging customers for this is this whole thing really honestly is about creating your online brand i mean when we go when we were traveling we would put on nice clothes a nice piece of jewelry make sure our shoes were clean our our shirt was pressed our hair was look like we look we have a nice bag we do the best we can to look good now you have a decent shirt and maybe a piece of jewelry at best your hair is probably a touch behind and it's grooming and <laughs> god knows what's going on down the bottom right yeah. most likely sitting, shorts we hope yep at that would the be, very least that's table stakes so <laughs> your only way to differentiate yourself now is the the things that are making your online brand you have no more suit to impress them with. so so video those if you're below those two numbers you're going to be with the rest of the other average salespeople. you want to sort of be tight go spend a hundred bucks get a decent camera and the last piece is audio i don't know how you sound but when you're talking over a speaker and it's kind of floating through the room and there's lots of background noise. Treat yourself. I am right now talking on a hundred dollar, uh, which is not particularly expensive. Just a little earpiece, Bluetooth, uh, a Plantronics Voyager 5200. There's a million out there. I've tried a lot. This works really good. I'm talking to you over my wireless, over Zoom to you, Scott, to your Zoom, to your. I mean, there's a lot of pieces, and if it yeah. sounds decent quality, then. And that's that's where we are. So well, and and back to the camera for a second, because I'm I think uh, I think I have a ten year old Logitech, and and it's 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 starting to fail. I don't know if that's a good run for a camera of this or we're not. But you found some a good was it a Logitech? I can't recall what you have. It, it's, uh, I so we have standardized as a company on the uh, Logitech Brio. Brio. R I O. That's more like a two hundred dollar camera. Yep. But it is uh, it's it's. If you're using sound over the air, it's got good sound. It's yeah. just got a better frame. You, you'll, you'll see it. Yeah. Uh, you'll see it somewhere. I don't know if I should get out there. My little video I did. A, you, you can go on YouTube. You can go. I, I took it from YouTube. There's a guy who did a little comparison between three cameras. And it just it's real obvious. Like just say compare Logitech Brio with uh, other Logitech cameras. And I figure what they're called. But Yep. Anyway. So that first section's all about sort of the table stakes and, mm-hmm. and making sure you have the right technology mm-hmm. set up to impress. Um, and again, spending a few shekels to do that is certainly, certainly worth it. Uh, 
But, you know, then it's let's get inside the end. We're going to talk about Zoom because we have Zoom and we know Zoom and we use it not only for selling, but also with our clients uh, when we deliver training uh, via Zoom. So we're going to talk in, in those terms, but most of the players that, that have these online meeting resources have variations of this. So, so take it with, you know, the intention of us, you know, just helping you understand what's available and what differentiates. So what's the next thing relative uh, to, to, to Zoom? It's just get Zoom, right? It's get something that, that allows you to do this. Well, Scott, you know, I was nervous about this, but uh, I, I did buy Zoom, so I do have to full disclosure say that I'm a shareholder. Now, I'm not a major what? shareholder, I don't think, but I do have shares of Zoom. So uh, I don't know why I get in trouble by the SEC or- Well, if you're inside trading, Zoom? I would say so. How um, about if I say, well, I had some inside information. I thought at the beginning of the coronavirus that people wouldn't travel as much and that they might use- <laughs> a, I, I was betting- that I'm, I'm a visionary. They call me a visionary that they might use virtual video conferencing tools more often. <laughs> You're a common sensenary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a ton of tools. Yeah. I've seen pros and cons with each. This is not a forum to discuss that, but I'll just tell you that we've landed on Zoom. Yeah. People are going to say a million reasons. I think security had some sketchiness in the beginning. They've stirred up the security. Some of our major clients now are using it. Uh, if you're not using WebEx is cumbersome. Go to meeting is great for huge crowds, less efficient for small things. I think, I think teams is coming from Microsoft, but zoom is the easiest to use. It lets people use it over the web without don't downloading something. If required, uh, try it out. It's free for 40 minutes. You can do 40 minute meetings for free. Yep. If you need more than a 40 minute meeting, yep. You got to pay. It's 15 bucks a month. So everything we say is, well, we're on the, we're on the, what, what should you do? I'm not, I'm not sure what section we're in, but there's three things we have here. Buy Zoom, get Zoom. Two simple, two, well, one simple thing. Look at the camera. This is probably the simplest, biggest differentiator that is hardest. It's simple yeah. to understand. It's hardest to do. Yeah, yeah. You, you wind up at staring the at the screen, screen. And, and, and yourself. <laughs> you yeah. selfish yeah, you need the cam so you need the camera right on your screen mm -hmm. and you need to have the people on the screen kind of as high as you can so you're looking so you can still see them, but looking at the camera makes a yeah. huge difference. When you look at the camera, you're looking at the person. When you're looking at the person, you're not looking at the person. If that makes right. any sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Look so at the camera practice. and then look you're the looking camera, at the person. Not the screen as much as possible. You're gonna yep. go back. You gotta pay attention to what you're presenting. Yep. Um the second thing that takes a little bit of effort, I admit, some of you do this and you'll laugh and say, I've been doing that since I was 12, which is learn how to use two screens. I, I didn't. Every time I tried, it was I was confused and I would stop. And so I'm forced to go out of my comfort zone. I created, I just plugged in an external monitor to my laptop sitting here. One's above the other. I have them set up so one's up and down. The screen goes up and down. I've learned to use two screens. Here's why that's huge. Because when I'm selling, I want to have the screen I'm sharing on the screen that I'm sharing. And I don't really need to look at it that much because I know what's on the screen that I'm sharing because yeah. it's my presentation. Right. What I want to look at in full detail is the most important part of my sales conversation, which is the customer. Yes. And I want to watch them 
and I want to hide me. You can have you on if you want, but if it's a if it's more than a couple of people, you want to see a big version of the people. You want to see when they lean in, when they lean out, when they start to move. You want to see when they turn their mute button on, and when they turn their mute button off means they turn the mute button on because some people just do that automatically and they don't want to make any noise or have any noise in their house make noise when they turn it off it means they want to say something yeah. i'm amazed the number of people that say hey scott uh i saw you go off of mute do you want to say something they're like yeah. uh yeah and it just people make a big deal about this when you can see their facial expressions and really uh, respond to it just like you would in person. You can't do it when they're little thumbnails. You can do it even better when they're all in front of you. Well, and you know that you do, at least in Zoom, and again, these, these, other, these other providers probably have something similar, the gallery view versus the speaker view, right? So depending on how many people are in the meeting you're talking to, the speaker view may be appropriate because that makes the person who's actually talking take up most of your screen and the, and the gallery sits sort of off to the side or up, up top. Um, and I've found that to be helpful because now I can really see, you know, the expression of, of the person that's actually talking and, and are they passionate and all that sort of thing. So you've got gallery view and speaker view as part of this as well, which is interesting. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Yeah, if, you have, if, you, if they're talking, look at that person. If mm -hmm. you're talking, look at all the people. Yeah, exactly. All right, good. All right, so we've covered technology, table stakes. We've talked about some of the major benefits and, and things you need to get better at when it comes to using Zoom. But there are some things that sort of differentiate tools, tricks, little fun things that can go on in there that our clients just fall in love with. So why don't we take the, take the group through some of the special features, at least in Zoom. And again, these other providers have, have something similar, I'm sure. Yeah. These are the three things that I think fall in a category of nobody is doing them, but they make a big difference. These mm -hmm. are the three things that people keep saying, this is different. That was cool. How did you do that? Polls, second camera slash flip chart and music. Yep. So if you do nothing else in this podcast, those are the three things that people say, wow, what's a poll? Well, you know what a poll is. You've been on them. Yeah. Poll comes out. Hey, you know, uh, what'd, you, what'd you have for breakfast this morning? There, there, are, there are two types of polls. There are fun icebreakers, which you can use in the beginning. And there are, yeah. there's, there's polls that uh, in a sales situation, either, either keep people engaged or do, or do research. So for example, what do I mean? I mean, I'm setting up the importance of a point. Now you have to uh, be prepared for whatever answers you get. You have to be sure of the answer. <laughs> Right. But, you know, for using it as an example, one of the things we talk about is one of the problems in selling today is receptivity. Customers are emotionally close. So when we're presenting to a group where we basically know there's a lot of people that are emotionally close, we'll put a poll out and we'll say to the decision makers, what percentage of customers do your reps talk to are emotionally close? Yeah. And we say, you know, less than a quarter, 25 to 50, over 50 you know, over 75, right? Polls are, are multiple choice. To be clear, a poll goes up. It's a quick question. It's got four buttons. You pick one, you move on. You save it. You, you know, it gets done in three seconds. You would share results and everybody sees the result. Oh my God, 75% of our customers are emotionally closed. So it's a good way to do research. Fun icebreakers are, you know, what you are you wearing pants? Yeah. Are you wearing pants? Right. Uh, <laughs> right. Depends on your audience. I would, yeah. I would might back it down a little bit for a more conservative approach to a first, <laughs> first sales call or not. 
you can always say, what's the best part of virtual? You know, I don't have to see salespeople or, you know, I, yeah. can, I don't have to wear pants or it's five o'clock somewhere or whatever. That's up to you. That takes planning ahead of time. So in Zoom, you can go into your settings and create a couple of poll questions. Uh, why do them? Because number one, nobody's doing them. No one's doing them on sales calls. No one's stopping to take the extra three minutes before the sales call to actually yeah. prepare it. They keep interest. They're different. Virtual death by PowerPoint is awful. Death by Zoom PowerPoint is worse. Do yeah. not get on the call, share your slides, and just talk with slides up the entire time. Go back and forth between, you know, I, I'm, I know I'm jumping around, but go back and forth between your slides and the video. It's movement. The key word to virtual is movement. This is movement. A new box pops up. Here's a bowl. Here's a poll. I click it. It does something. You watch. People lean forward. They lean forward because they just got interested. So well, do and polls. I think I think that's interesting that you just said because the poll is definitely something that does that. But I think something else that we alluded to but didn't come out and say is when you've got a slide up and you've made that point and now you're just talking. Stop sharing your screen and just so that everybody can see the whole gallery, right? And that's something I've noticed really is starting to have an impact. Now we're just having a conversation and I'm not distracting with something that's on my screen, a picture or a, whatever that image is or whatever those key points are. We're just talking. And I, yeah. that, again, that's that motion that doesn't allow someone to fall into this, this sort of deep Zoom sleep. <laughs> uh, everything's changing too rapidly for them to do that. So, okay, so that's, that's one key thing. You mentioned a, a second camera. What do you mean by that? Where would you set up a second camera? So uh, in Zoom, you can go and, again, you got to go figure out this on your own, but you yeah. go to, it's hard, to, it's hard to really teach this on a podcast, but Zoom has an option to show a second camera. So when you yep. hit share, uh, it'll say, I think there's a, I, I forget if it's on the, on the basic sharing or the advanced sharing, right. but there's a place to say share. So if you're an iPhone, iPad person, this is easy. Like everything with iPhones and iPads, you can go in there and say share iPhone and iPad. I think you have to download a little app, but it talks to your iPhone. And so hear me, this is, this is where it gets a little complicated. Scott, simplify for this for me but the goal is you move from behind your desk with right. your boring background or whatever it is which is fine i'm not going to get the backgrounds or virtual backgrounds there's been plenty said about that i have nothing new to add that's a personal preference but what i am saying is in the movement piece when you share a second camera if you have some big high quality high production video camera great but i'm suggesting take your cell phone Spend $10 on Amazon to get a cell phone tripod holder. Yeah. It's a little clip on your cell phone. It allows you to put it into your tripod, depending on how old you are. If you're, say, for example, 49, you definitely have a tripod in your closet that your dad bought for his <laughs> Canon AE1, you know, yeah, uh, right. camera. And yeah. you can it around and you set up at all the dinner parties and you've yep. moved it a hundred times. This is a good thing. Or there's a million little like little rubber tripods you can yeah. put on a shelf. Point is this, invest in a holder for your cell phone or a tripod, invest, go to Staples, buy a little wall, I think they're called a wall, um, they, they hold a flip chart against the wall. They're a oh, wall Oh, the post-it one, yeah, 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 yeah. Not yeah. an easel, but they're yeah. a little, little hanger. They're like 10 bucks for like a set of two of them. They stick on the tape that comes off of your wall, doesn't remove your paint, 
Love that. It goes up there. You put a flip chart. The power of saying, hey, guys, let me move for a second. You go to share yep. your iPhone. If you're doing a Droid, you got to install a little app. Just download how do I use my iPhone, how do I use my Droid as a second camera. Share second camera, walk over, and you're standing on a flip chart. People are blown away. They're so engaged. The participation goes so high. You can drive the sales call, whether you're doing discovery or whether you're presenting. And people are, are, are amazed at how different this is. And your online brand continues to go up. That's a lot of pieces. So I'll review them. It's, you have to figure out a way to get your cell phone to be a camera, which is a little stand or a little holder or something. You got to figure out how to make it talk to Zoom, which is an iPad, an iPhone is done. Droid needs software. And then three have a flip chart and the little wall holder on your wall and have it focused on that. And that's it. And have markers that work. So you don't use them and they don't work and then throw them back in the bin and they don't work again and wonder why they don't work again. And then it's just, it's just another way you're moving and keeping people engaged. And it almost makes it feel like a a face-to-face meeting because if you are a, a person that has been on sales calls and you get up on the whiteboard to try to illustrate a point or actually elicit some feedback or solicit some feedback. You, you, you've been on whiteboards before. Why not bring that to the virtual world? And it's a very, uh, it's a, it's a really cool sort of analog meets digital uh, scenario. Well, I, people I'm have very, said, people, go ahead. I'm sorry. Good. I was, I was going to transition to the last one, which is my most, I think the most fun thing that, uh, that we can, can I go, do. Can I go, can I go for this less fun thing first? Just going to back up a second. I mean, just back it down. That's very fun. Very fun. But uh, <laughs> no, and I want to, I want, I want to say one more thing. You're sharing you as the screen. So, so it's right. not your little video. It's you are their whole screen. Yes. And people say just what you said. I felt like I was in the room with you. Remember, you're standing over the flip chart. Yeah. You're looking at your cell phone. Weird, unnatural, hard to get used to. Look at the cell phone camera. Look at it talk to them, go turn around and write on the board, turn around and talk to them. But people say, I felt like I was with you and I was so connected. It's your online differentiator. And again, all these things are just trying to take you from good to great in your, in your, in your, you know, online presentation or your online sales call. Yeah. There are things Uh, that no one, there are things that you won't, there are things that you've heard and you've glossed over because it seems like it's a pain in the rear end. Yeah. But just figure it out to do it and you'll, and I guarantee when you do it, people will say something. People will notice. Pull well, in your camera and go ahead. You're talking about five minutes, seven minutes of work, you know, yeah. to, to do a few of these things before you get on the call. And once you've set them up once, they're kind of set up. Easy. So it's really just, it's, it's a little bit of effort that goes, a, you know, a really long way to say that this client, this engagement is important. And I wanted to do something extra that made you feel part of this, right? It's, it's, it's all part of the other centered process. Just 212 degrees. I think we mentioned that book before. This yes. is the 212 degrees. A lot of effort to make it 211. A lot of effort to get ready for a virtual sales call, sales presentation. The extra little effort, the extra one degree worth of effort. Polls, second camera, and the most fun thing Scott's going to share in a minute, which is really <laughs> not that big of a deal. Well, uh, but uh, that, that'll make the big difference. Scott, what is that fun thing? Why don't you, well, why don't you, you know, tell it's us what funny that is? Because what do you think is most fun? My kids made me get, you know, Spotify and pay for the family thing. And I didn't know how I was going to use it. And they're like, you never set up playlists. Well, 
the first time I used Spotify was in my job where I made playlists for clients and we would come in and out of breaks of our training playing music. And boy, what a, I mean, you mentioned like polls kind of being an icebreaker. What if the first thing you talk about when you start a, an online presentation is somebody uh, give me your favorite song. Cause when we come back, I want to, I want to have that song playing and, and you get seven people that, that put a fun song in front of you and you actually play that when you come out of the break. It, it was, it was phenomenal. It had such impact and we had such a great time and it was probably the best icebreaker we could have, we could have provided. Yeah. I don't know if you had anything additional or other reasons to, to use it. Well, just that, you know, it does require a couple of buttons. So, so you can share computer sound only. Yes. And it will, it will show you. So it won't share your screen. It'll show you and it'll play the music in the background and you can control, you know, with you're using Spotify, whatever your player is, it has its own little volume control. So it doesn't change your volume. Right, you can't change the music. You can't change the volume of your, of your microphone because it's both. You have to sort of say Spotify, come up or down in volume. And you can even have fun. I've done something dumb, like just take my hand on the screen, and just say, "Well, let me turn down. Let me fade this down." And I will have my hand on the mouse, and I'll fade the volume down, and I'll fade my hand down. You're like, "Oh my God, how'd you do that?" Kind of. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. People are mesmerized it's by these magic. things. It's magic. They're little tiny things, yeah. uh, but they're, they're different, they're unique, and to your point. The other centered piece is, I'm working hard to tell you, you're important as a customer, I value the opportunity to sell to you, to work with you, to do whatever, and I'm gonna take a little extra effort. These are little things. I, I know some of these things seem complicated, they're not. Stupid. They're not, they're not. And if, if you know the clients or have ever had any engagement with them and you know a song that might mean something to them and you just have it ready, no. Just, just think about the, the impact that will have. You, you, mm -hmm. you had a conversation, the guy likes John Denver, and next thing you know, you lead in with Country Road. That's, that's going to have an impact, right? I mean, that's, that's just going the extra mile. Oh, that's really good. I, lo I love all of these ideas. I, I do think, I hope people really get some, some good value out of it. We certainly would love for you to comment when this is up on social. Um, comment on, on things that you've tried, extra things like this. When you try these things, tell us how they worked. Uh, and certainly, as always, just, you know, float your questions out. We'd love to to know what's on your mind as we build, uh, I think this is our 70th podcast, believe it or not. Wow. Uh, so we've got an inventory now. We've got a lot of good information out there, uh, but we want to keep building that library of, of helpful tools and hints and tips for uh, everybody out there. Mark, anything else before we close? No. I know that's a lot to uh, to cover on a podcast. And, um, but if you just want to go back and listen to the key pieces, uh, I think, uh, I think they're all important and it's what, it's what customers have told us. And hopefully there's some things that you haven't heard before. Absolutely. If you all have right, something well, that you do, Hey, if you have something that you do that is different, we'd love to hear it. Yep. We'll, we'll, yep. we'll give you props and include it on the next podcast. Absolutely. Um, and, and don't forget, subscribe, share, like, make sure you get this thing to all your friends. We're seeing, Definitely seeing an increase in the popularity, the number of downloads. So that's great. Uh, but we want to get this to as many people as we can. And so I look forward to seeing you in another week on Ales with Aslan. Mm -hmm.